So the big question is, how do health experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place. Whether you're a dietitian, a nutritionist, or nutrition coach, this is for you. My name is Dr. Javier Carlin, and welcome to The Practice Revolution. We are a movement that is revolutionizing the way private practices are built so you can practice on your terms. Join us and follow along as we learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that we're using to grow our own business and to help you grow yours, using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. All right. What's going on, everyone? My name is Javier Carlin, and this is the Practice Revolution Show. I'm super excited because today we have a very, very, very special guest. Uh, We've been (laughs) trying to get this in the books for a few months now, so we finally did it. Uh, Super excited to be here with you, Stacey. So uh, Stacey is a registered dietitian and the founder, uh, owner of Nutrition Jobs. It's a career portal for dietitians and nutrition professionals. She is also the author of the Dietetic Resume Guide and specializes in boosting professional opportunities for dietitians, students, and interns with jobs, coaching, and courses on creating a modern winning dietetic resume, an optimized LinkedIn profile, which I definitely need some help with, and a job interview prep. So uh, Stacey, thank you so much for being uh, with me here today. Super excited for this. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so glad we finally connected on this actual day. It's, uh, I, I love the work that you guys are doing and um, very excited to be a part to, to share with what I do too. Yeah, super excited for this. Uh, so Stacey, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and uh, how you got to where you are today? That's an interesting question. So I've been a dietitian forever. I've been a dietitian for, I think now 30 years. Uh, I've had a lot of different dietetic career chapters. I started off and one of my loves is uh, contrary to what a lot of people are are feeling is I loved inpatient clinical nutrition. I loved working in the hospital. I worked in a burn unit and I worked in in a NICU. I worked in ICUs. I was uh, enteral parenteral specialist. That was my thing. I, I really, really enjoyed that. I've also, I also worked um, as an outpatient dietitian around outpatient um, practice at the hospital that I was working at. I worked at many mm. hospitals. Um, I worked as a clinical nutrition manager. I worked uh, with Dr. Dean Ornish in research, uh, overseeing uh, nutrition for the prostate cancer lifestyle trial, which was a, a really great opportunity. I've done a lot of different jobs um, in college. I did a bunch of different fun things working for um, the, the the famous Judith Stern. She was an amazing researcher in the area of um, obesity and the hormones that play a role in obesity. Uh, so yeah, I've had a varied career and um, sort of fast forwarding to, to how I got the business that I have now is when I was working as a clinical manager, actually, I was not enjoying that. I loved clinical work, you know, being on the floors. I did not enjoy clinical management. And so I started looking online if there was a, a job opening for me that I could sort of pursue and realize, 
wait a minute, there are no job openings on monster.com and what was that, the career builder, um, hot jobs. There was nothing out there for dietitians, or if so, there was just like a handful. We had newsletters as well at the time, like, you know, newsletters you would subscribe to, to learn about different jobs and they would get mailed to you <laughs> like every couple of weeks. I'm like, this, this is not enough. We need something <laughs> more as dietitians. And so I got a book on HTML, HTML for dummies, and then built out uh, nutrition jobs. And it's, uh, it's, that was like 20 plus years ago. So that's, that's sort of my background. So I have a love for clinical nutrition and all, all things enteral nutrition and parenteral nutrition, but um, I really love tech. So here I am with nutrition jobs now. That's incredible. So you actually built nutrition jobs like on your well, own? The first version of it. It's okay. had a few versions. It's a, I mean, like now the back end is so complicated. I wouldn't even know. I, I didn't even know the language back there. I mean, it it's all, it's beyond, I, I, I knew a little bit of like PHP. So it was HTML originally, and then uh, PHP and um, a bunch of other um, elements in there. But now I don't even, yeah. it's, it's like a whole different ballgame um, on the back end. So yeah, no, I, I don't know how to code now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like how websites are coded now. Yeah. But I mean, just, just the fact that you, you picked up that book and, and dove right in like that is, that is so cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so obviously, you know, we, we have a lot of uh, dietitians, uh, healthcare professionals that listen to this podcast and they're looking to start and, and some of them that have already started are wanting to grow their business. So I'm curious, like, what was, what was that, that phase when you were just starting off? What was that like when you decided, Hey, you know what, I'm going to start nutritionjobs.com. Did you go all in into that business? Was it something that you started off as a side hustle as you were growing it? Like what, what did that look like early on? That's a really great question. Actually, no one's ever asked me that. So it, it started off as a, as a side hustle because, so like I said, I, you know, this was back in the, in the nineties, uh, there, there, there were just like a handful of available jobs you could have as a dietitian, right? Like in clinical and food service research, academia, academia, um, what else? Um, just like, you know, consulting, there weren't that many, and there weren't that many dietitians that were doing uh, business for other dietitians or for other health professionals. So okay. the idea, it was always like B to C, whether the C was, you know, another hospital or the actual client, the patient, uh, or, or um, uh, whatever it might be versus like working to directly with uh, another dietitian and teaching them how to do something. So, so I think it took me a while to, to be able to actually use my voice to tell people this is the, the business that I had. So I, I, I had this really strong uh, crave to build out this, this platform to build out this business. Mm -hmm. I was super excited about it. And, but then I was like afraid to tell anybody about it. <laughs> I started making a lot of money quickly. And I was, I was feeling a little shy about that. I, I, I remember walking into meetings with other dietitians and people were complaining about, you know, whatever salary or, or um, reimbursement they were getting and thinking, I just made a boatload of money today. Like should, I'm not, I'm not going to tell them. That. <laughs> so I, you know, it was a quiet side hustle in the beginning and okay. it took me a while to build up the confidence, the voice to be able to say, okay, everybody, here's this amazing platform built for you. The employers are going to pay to post their jobs on this. I'm going to, you know, there's going to be all of this stuff for you. So it took me a while because I just hadn't seen it. You know, the whole mm -hmm. idea of if you haven't seen it, if you don't have a mentor, if you don't have a business person that you're looking at sort of observationally learning from, 
then you don't know how to do it. You don't, you don't have a template to go by. So, so it took me a a long time to sort of understand how to, uh, how to embrace my my business. So it was always something I did on the side. I remember asking my employer at the time if I could stay at work for a couple extra hours in my office with a really high speed internet connection versus going home with a dial up um, internet connection. And, and that's when I would work on building out this whole thing because you would FTP files up to the server uh, and the host. Um, and it was, you know, totally different, you know, environment at the time. So it was always a side hustle. And it really uh, has always been sort of, you know, I, I have this big life now. I've got um, lots of kids and I have a big social life and, uh, you know, it's a fun, San Francisco is a fun place to live. And so it is a full-time business. But I always sort of think of it as like, I don't, I'm not planted at my desk all the time taking care of it. So I sort of align with both full-time and part-time people or side hustle people. But um, when I, there was a a point then I needed to quit my work uh, to then focus on the job board uh, full-time. So, you know, whether, you know, I think of it not necessarily full-time, I put in full-time hours, Mm -hmm. but that's over seven days. That's over, uh, you know, many hours um, in the week. So Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think that's, that's helpful information for Mm -hmm. a lot of other health professionals who are working a full-time job or who are working a part-time job or who are not working at all for somebody else. And they want to run their own business to know that there's so many different ways that you can flux in and flux out and flux in and flux out Mm -hmm. of this passion that you have an interest that you have in another area. For me, being able to find a vehicle for my creativity for, you know, creativity, even in terms of like technology that is Mm -hmm. so fun and so uh, enriching for me. It is so rewarding that, um, you know, there's just a lot of different ways that you can realize that and be happy, like working a full-time job or having your side hustle. I think, you know, there's just a lot of ways. I think what's most important at the end of the day Mm -hmm. is, and, and I'll do this too. I'll think about like, okay, today was a very productive day. I did this, this, and that. I helped these many people. I was able to make this amount of money. I was able to do um, this for myself. I was able to do that for my family. And and just like take it all in and acknowledge what you've done and feel really satisfied and feel really good. It may not have been a perfect day. It may have been a day full of invoicing, which nobody likes. It may have been um, you know, having to deal with a difficult uh, customer or client or whatever. But in the end, you know, you want to come down to the core and feel like very satisfied with what you're doing. So, um, yeah, yeah, that was a long, long-winded answer to your question. <laughs> no, no. I mean, there, there's, there's so much to pull, pull from that. And I think it's so interesting because uh, in the beginning you, you had mentioned like, you didn't know maybe, you know, you, you hadn't found your voice, didn't really know what this could become and weren't really putting yourself out there. And so I think, I think now more than ever, right. It's actually, and some might argue with this, but I would say it's, it's easier than ever to start and grow your business because of the amount of exposure and platforms that we have to get people to know that we exist. Whereas before we didn't have access to what we have access to now. But I think one, one thing you mentioned was like having the, the belief and the vision and actually knowing 
you know, what could this actually become? What could this turn into? And so I'm, I'm curious for you, like, was there, was there someone that you met? Was, was it a mentor? Was it something that you saw during that point in time where like a, a, a switch flipped for you or like, wait a second, like this can become so much more. And, and was there a moment where that happened for you or did it happen over time? Like um, it happened pretty quickly, actually. Okay. Because I was at the time, you know, a clinical dietitian making whatever, whatever money I was making, but mm-hmm. not that much. And it was fixed, right? It was a fixed amount of money. And I started to receive. So at the time I was receiving checks, checks in the mail. And I remember getting this massive check in the mail from a recruiter and thinking, holy smokes, this, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's, I am very motivated by money. My both of my parents are entrepreneurs, so the idea that uh, you can make as much money as you want is totally up to you. And uh, the service that you provide, how can you be of service to other people so that you can make the money? That mm. was my aha moment. Like woohoo! Like this is awesome. Like <laughs> I'm going to help a lot of people, and I'm also going to make a lot of money. Like yes. this is this is great. So, so I, you know, it's not just about the money, of course, but that that was like such a really big mm, uh, deciding factor for me that this is real. This is this is I'm going to go with this. There there's something valuable in this, not just for me, but I'm I'm providing a service for our profession that hasn't been. This particular way of providing the service hasn't been met yet by anybody else, or it hasn't been met in the way that I can deliver it. I'm going to deliver my job board and career coaching in a way that's very unique. I have a unique style. I have a unique way of working with all of my customers, my employers that post the positions, brands that I work with, uh, the the dietitians and dietitians to be and health professionals that I help coach. Mm. I I nothing is so unique about that, but I am unique in how I can provide that. I think that's an interesting message that can be taken uh, for others who are thinking about starting a business or have a business and are uh, feeling like they need like a little jolt of motivation or inspiration that, you know, there's a lot of diet, for example, there's a lot of dietitians who are working in the field of health at every size or gut health or um, diabetes there's, you know, there's, there's no shortage of dietitians working in that field, but there is a shortage of you. <laughs> there's a shortage of yes. your snowflakiness and how you <laughs> provide it. Right. So I think that was what I felt finally confident and positive about the way that I was helping people. Mm. I was uh, really making an impact. And, and that felt, you know, speaking of the dopamine, like, you know, besides the money, like being able to help somebody was a really great aha moment. Like, ah, there's a space for me here. I'm going to show up the way I'm going to just, I'm going to be authentic. I'm not going to like follow some rule book about how a career person is supposed to, to be because I'm a dietitian and I'm going to help some dietitians and health professionals. So, you know, I think, yeah. So looking at how you can get inspired, you know, just like listening to other people's stories is helpful, but, but know that whatever you do is going to be unique because you're the one providing that service. I feel like you're talking to me right now. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm, I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Yes. 
Uh, it's so good. So good. Um, and, and so, you know, and, and in a moment for everyone listening, uh, Stacy has absolutely crushed it on LinkedIn and she continues to crush it on LinkedIn. And so we're actually, uh, Stacy was very adamant about sharing and giving you some value as to how you can actually use LinkedIn for your own businesses uh, to help you get in front of the right people, get more clients from it and be able to have a much greater impact. So we're definitely going to dive into that. Uh, so make sure you stay, stay tuned for that. Uh, I do have a question for you, Stacey, because obviously, you know, a lot of people have reservations and fears and insecurities and uncertainty when they're starting their own business. And so what's very interesting for you is you kind of went into this, you were like a, a pioneer, right, in, in this space for this specific niche. So so being being that pioneer in this space and, and going all out, I'm sure everything for the past 20 years has been like, perfect. No nothing's broken, you know, the no bumpy roads, no obstacles at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that pretty much describes how the business is run. But honestly, butterflies. <laughs> it, it sort of has in some ways, but I'll, I'll okay. step back and there have been some bloopers along the way. Okay. I always joke that my, my original blooper was in getting the URL nutritionjobs.com. It should have been nursingjobs.com, but that's a whole other podcast. Interesting. Okay. (laughs) However, uh, it is still making good money at Nutrition Jobs. But um, uh, so, you know, there's been lots of failures, bloopers along the way. There's been a lot of surprises along the way. I remember, um, so the majority of my revenue uh, I would say like three years ago, four, no, five or six years ago, was primarily from employers posting the job. And it was, oh, I guess it was the beginning of the pandemic um, that I I didn't have any brand endorsements or brand uh, um, uh, partnerships set up that particular month. I, uh, I can't remember what, what else was going on, but I, it was sort of, a, I was just like, my revenue is going to be from the employers and the work that I do with the employers. And I do email campaigns for them. I do uh, obviously job postings for them. There's a lot of other other things that I do to help them get their jobs filled. Mm-hmm. And so it's a pretty good chunk of money. And I think it was the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> it was like, I remember looking at the end and it was like, $500? I made $500? <laughs> 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 that was like to pivot ASAP um, and like you know what what are the needs so it's sort of stepping back to your original your previous question about who is a mentor and I was telling you that both my parents were entrepreneurs like mm. the money comes from the service that you provide that you're not going to get a you know static paycheck just by existing by having your URL or your website sitting up there. You've got you've got to do something. You've got to provide a service, and and I and I just like stepped back. And and one thing I also learned from Dean Ornish is he talks about um, he meditates obviously all the time and talks about what he meditates about. And one of the things he does uh, fixate on or not fixate but like meditate about is what am I missing. What am I not seeing? What am I not observing? What am I not leaning into? Um, and I always like go back to that. I'm like, okay, all right, $500. Okay, what service can I provide? What am I not doing? How can I be of service? What am I missing? What am I not seeing? And just thought about that. And then that's when I uh, realized I could do a lot more uh, work with the dietitians and dietitians to be and healthcare professionals to help them get jobs. I had been doing 
hmm. work at, at Fancy helping people with resume reviews. I do it for the academy every year with the students. Uh, and it always shocked me how terrible people's resumes are. <laughs> and nothing, no one should take that personally. Like you should be laughing along with me right now, but not taking that personally because that's not our expertise. That's not, that's we're not. We're never trained in how to do that. Right. No, we're trained and you shouldn't have to worry about that. That's yeah. where other people like me come in to play. But, you know, we're, we're going to fixate on like, you know, understanding. You know, it's, it's, very, it's very, it's very similar to like starting a business. Exactly. A have a lot of shame of like, oh, like I don't know what I'm doing. You shouldn't know what you what you're doing. You were never educated or taught how to do it, so it's okay. Exactly. Right. Your value, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your value is not being able to craft this resume. Your value is being a dietitian. Then you can communicate that value on your resume. So that's what I. So I, you know, looking at, I always tell the story like there was a really fancy dietitian whose resume I was asked to review. And I was like completely floored with how many, how much improvement could be made on that resume. Cause I knew that that person had done so much more and it just wasn't visible on their resume, just did not communicate their value. It uh, wasn't, you, you know, there were a lot of bloopers, plus it just wasn't communicating their value. So that's when I realized like, oh my gosh, this is how I can be of a, a more of service. I can help dietitians with their resumes, with uh, all different ways that they're gonna show up professionally to connect with our client, to connect their service to the money. So that, you know, like this is how I can, how I can be of service. So it's not just posting the jobs for job seekers. It is being able to have them show up so that they can get the interview so that they can get the job offer so they can negotiate confidently. They can nail the job interview. So it's all those things that again, like, you know, you know, laugh along with me, like your resume may be a big disaster or your LinkedIn profile is a big disaster, but that's okay. Like there are people here to show you how to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think, I think, so again, there's just so many directions, great directions that we can go with this conversation. And I think we'd be able to just chat for like hours and hours on end about all of this. Uh, a couple of things that, that I, that I can pull out from this, um, is I feel like the the first thing was, and I love the fact that instead of failures, you call them bloopers, right? Like that's awesome. Uh, and for everyone listening, like first and foremost, a failure is only a failure if you don't learn and take a lesson from it that you can then improve your life with after the fact, right? And so I think I think that is so, so key because so many people are scared to fail. But the fact of the matter is that in life, you're gonna fail no matter what. You're gonna fail, and whether you have a business, whether you don't have a business, right? It's just it's just a part of life, and you have to take that in, learn the lesson, like I mentioned, and then move move on from that. Uh, number two, I think I think the the lesson that it seems like you learned from that moment where you had a dip in revenue that month was, wait a second, how could I provide like something's off? How could I provide more value to the world? How can I provide more value to the nutrition professionals, the dietitians that I'm that I'm here to serve? Right. And, and with that, you know, you, you, you took that, spun that around and created something beautiful from it. And so I think asking, you know, asking yourselves those questions gives you more, uh, it, it expands your mindset and how you're thinking to come up with solutions as opposed to always focusing on the problems. And that's exactly what you did. And so for anyone listening to this right now, that's starting or growing their business, you know, take that, figure out how you can provide more value to the world and in exchange right? If you're doing things the right way, you will also be provided with more value yourself in the form of, of money. <laughs> and so I think that's, that's so key to, uh, to take from that for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, you know, I think of it also, you know, like a professional athlete, uh, you think about like how they have to move forward, you, you know, uh, uh, like in baseball, like nobody has like a hundred percent hit rate, right? Like right. whatever that metric is. I, I think that's interesting. And, and same thing, you know, like Steph Curry does not have a hundred percent accuracy or um, uh, what's, what's the metric there for like hitting the three point uh, baskets, right? It's mm-hmm. never a hundred percent, right? And they can't, they can't like go back and sit down and go, oh, I messed up. Right. Like they can't do that. They, you need to like move forward. The mindset is to move forward, like anticipate what the, what bloopers might, um, or obstacles might come at you mm-hmm. and, and, and like move forward from that. But you don't have a moment to, to like, you know, really get super frustrated with failures right behind you or the bloopers right behind you. You've got to keep moving forward and you know you can acknowledge them, you can process it, but you have to you have to continue on. You got to continue on with the game. Your teammates need you, the 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 fans need you, your audience needs you. Just like just keep moving forward. Uh, and you know maybe there's something you can learn, but you know what? Sometimes there's not something to learn. It's just it didn't go well. Like right yeah. the pandemic, you know it wasn't your fault. It was just, you just got to move into another, you just got to pivot, right? I know it's a, it's a, sure. it's a word that's used a lot, but that's really what it is, right? You just move forward, anticipate maybe what might come up that might uh, throw you off, but in general, just move forward and, and don't get too upset about um, bloopers that happen to you. Yeah. And, and be open to change, right? Like you mentioned the pandemic, like something that no one, no one was expecting or could anticipate happening, but it did. And, you know, the people, people during that time span, they were either shrunk and constricted uh, or they expanded and, and blew up. And so there's always opportunity uh, in front in front of you and you just have to, you know, be there to, to receive it. Hey, how's it going? Thank you so much for the messages we get daily in our inbox on how much you're loving these episodes. If you like this episode, please hit subscribe and leave us a review. We deeply appreciate it as it helps us get more episodes out to more people just like you who want to know how to increase their income, impact more people, and build businesses that work for the lifestyle that they want and that serve their family at the highest possible level. It literally takes about 60 seconds to contribute to the mission of transforming the world's health one practice at a time. Thank you so much. Now back to the show. So, um, yeah, I love that. And, and so let's, let's dive into LinkedIn. Cause I know, I know that's, that's something that you, uh, like, like we mentioned have done extremely well in, uh, and I know, um, you know, I, I don't think that many, including myself, I personally don't use LinkedIn right now. Uh, and I'm sure there's so much opportunity there to help so many people. Uh, and so I'd love to get your take on, on LinkedIn as a platform. I know we were talking about this before, before we went live. So, uh, maybe tell us a little bit more about LinkedIn, how you use it and, and some tips and tricks, uh, that you've learned along the way that can, that can really help someone out. Oh, I'm so glad you asked. So I have a personal profile. So everybody should have a personal profile with a um, personalized URL. So you can look over next to your photo on your LinkedIn profile and make sure you have a a profile name that looks really um, clean and good, not not looking like a password. (laughs) And and so that's, that's your personal profile. And then from there, everybody should have a company page. Um, and that's just another 
another set of real estate that you can then promote the work that you do. You don't have to post there all the time. I mean, I can go into all the details of LinkedIn, but sort of like, you know, the, the big overview of it is that it's a professional platform. It is where uh, clients are. It's where your collaborators are. It's where your colleagues are. It's where everybody is. It's like one massive networking event or one big conference. Everybody is there with the purpose of business, of work, uh, whether you're enhancing your work or whether you're learning work or whether you're exchanging ideas, whatever it is, we're all there to work. So you can just be unapologetic there about your business about whether you're selling information or selling products or giving information or encouraging somebody else's work. So everybody needs to be on there. It's like going into a, you know, a great big conference. You've got an amazing business and you walk into the expo and you don't have a booth, right? Like you want to walk in, you want to have your own booth. You want to have a booth at this conference. You can still walk around to everybody else's booth. You've got someone manning your booth, but you want to make sure you have a booth. You want your name there. So, so definitely have a personal profile which is you personally, um, and not your, not your personal life, but you as a, as an employee, as a uh, worker bee, um, as a business owner, whatever that might be. And then you have your, over on the other side, you have your company page. So um, Hmm. I have had a company page now probably for 10 years, I would imagine. Of course, I've been on LinkedIn since it started, um, uh, however long ago, I think it was 2004 that it started. So I've been on there that long. I've watched it change and I know it's not. So I'll be totally honest. My favorite place. And if anyone's followed me on social media, my favorite place to hang out is um, Instagram. I feel like that's where like the little, the net little networking event is happening, you know, at the party, <laughs> that's where um, party but, the after party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Breakout room or whatever, but, <laughs> but you know, the big conference, the big, the big money is over on LinkedIn. And I, there's lots of stats of like 850 million people. There's, there's a low, engagement rate right now, which gives you a lot of opportunity to show up and have a voice that gets seen and heard and can show up and um, rank um, search resulting. There's a lot of different ways to do that. But so I think it's imperative that us as healthcare professionals, as dietitians, dietitians to be show up on LinkedIn as a profession. So, so think about yourself as, you know, one of many, and we are here to show up and to elevate our profession. So, I mean, I could I could go through a few really key elements to your LinkedIn profile that you uh, may have heard of, may not have heard of, that are sort of do not miss. Uh, the That's the first one is your yeah good. So the first one is your profile photo. You want your profile photo to be uh, you at work, right? Like a, a photo of you looking like you're you know it's fun to work with. Um, not a not a wedding photo with your spouse cropped <laughs> out. You know you can you can do it in Canva. You can, you know, erase the background and put a different color in there if you looked really good on your wedding. But, you know, like, you know, have it be a professional shot of yourself with your yeah, eyes. I'm, I'm laughing so hard inside because that's my Facebook profile. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't crop out uh, Marissa, my wife, though. I... <laughs> I'm like, oh, am I, am I a voyeur looking at the personal profile or what, you know, what, it, is totally, it is totally fine. Cause I, I call people out all, cause our, you know, what we, one of the thing core components we teach uh, in our, in our programs and services is Facebook and Facebook profiles. And so we really tell people like, I better not see a picture of your cat. We love cats or your puppy on your profile. No flowers. I want to see you, your face, you, your face right in there. Looking good to work with your hands right. on your hips, looking authoritative and confident. 
Then Got your it. background banner should also be in alignment with the service that you're providing. So if you, so for example, my background would not be uh, like a food demo, right? Because even though I'm, I'm, I'm a good cook, <laughs> but that doesn't matter. That's not, that's not my service right now. Um, and so, and then the other important thing I think is putting your credentials after your name and then also having a headline, which is that little section right under your name, uh, making sure that has your keywords because that's how people search for things. So for example, if they're looking for um, a gut health dietitian or a gut health um, coach that you want to make sure you put that in there. If you work with in, in the media as a media dietitian or a media professional, you want to put that you're a nutrition communicator or a nutrition writer, or uh, I love uh, there's, you know, there lots of different ways you can do it. You can be very creative. Like I I help people's um, guts heal or whatever it might be. You, mm -hmm. What's important about that is, um, I forget the number of characters, but about a line and a half to two lines of your headline will show up in every conversation that you have on LinkedIn in the mm -hmm. comment sections. It shows up in uh, Google and Bing searches. So that headline sort of follows your name around. So you want that to be um, sort of SEO optimized for keywords and how you want to be of service. So again, I wouldn't put on there uh, that I'm a, a good cook uh, or that I know clinical nutrition because that's not the that's not how I am being of service. So I want to say that you know that I that I do uh, career coaching or that uh, you know LinkedIn um, evangelist or you know whatever it might be. So that so making sure your keywords align with the service that you are providing and that how you're making your money. The other thing is there's a lot of marketing tools, free tools. And by the way, the version that I use is free and I get a ton of referrals. When I look back on my Google search uh, console and see like where my referrals come from for the business, what converts and what's what's happening on the back end. Mm -hmm. LinkedIn is my number one by far, like it is, is really high up there. Uh, and a lot of nutrition writers will share that same experience. So there's a lot of business that is happening over on, on LinkedIn. So they have free marketing tools. You can create a newsletter that you send out and LinkedIn will help advertise that, help get that out to your connections, help yeah. invite people into your newsletter. So they, they help you become more um, authoritative on, on the site. You can also do live events. You can do recorded events. You can do audio events. I do a LinkedIn live. It's not really a live stream. It's a, it's a Zoom that I advertise on LinkedIn. And then I get, uh, they, they do all the advertising and the marketing up leading up to the event. And so it has nice graphics. It has lots of great information. It says who's signed up. I can then email those people afterwards and say, thanks for showing up. Here's a YouTube link to the recorded version of this. If you want to mm -hmm. opt into my lead magnet, here's how you can do that. I don't like automatically add them to my email list, but there's, you know, there's a lot of conversation that can happen with those people that have an interest in the work that you're doing and the work in the services that you're providing. But I think having a company page is a great way to showcase your work. Again, it's just more real estate. You can put in there, if you have podcasts, you can put in the podcast episodes as featured uh, um, articles up there. You can, if you're a, a writer, you can have examples of the work that you've done. You can include um, where you've been interviewed before. There's just, you know, a lot of real estate for how you can show up so that you can be found. I You can also include uh, a URL up in the top section by your contact information. And that can go back to your website, that can go back to a lead mag that you have. Uh, so I think right now, for example, I, I change it out all the time. I think right now I have on my personal LinkedIn 
URL uh, or for Stacy Dunemke is I think it's a leadership keywords you can use for your resume. And that is a lead magnet. So, you know, there's there's lots of ways that you can sort of replicate what's on your business. But on LinkedIn, it can be much more dynamic, much more conversational uh, and just showcasing more of your actual work. So I just think that all dietitians and professionals should be on there and just show up. Yeah, that's amazing. And, And so just just for clarification, that company page, that's not the same thing as a group inside of LinkedIn, correct? That's that's separate. That's separate. Yeah, that is separate. Um, so if you look, so if you type in LinkedIn and the word nutrition jobs, it'll pop up. That'll show you like where where my company page is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also have groups within your company page or within your personal page. You can have groups that you have. So I have a large group in there um, also for. So I let recruiters like post you know advertisements there. It's in addition. So it's like a sort of a. Um, uh, a, a nice thing to do for recruiters. So I have a good relationship with them. And then if they're having a hard time filling the job, they will go back over to nutrition jobs and pay for the posting. It's all, you know, group is like a conversation to bring people together and have, and be very specific, just like you would on Facebook groups. Got it. Okay. You okay. can either have them join, you can have them get approved first or not needing an approval. So, you, you know, you can uh, control a lot of what that membership can look like as well. I see. Okay. Okay. That's amazing. And so has, has, would you say, uh, most of your business has, has grown because of, of that one platform because of LinkedIn? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I think there's been so many factors. I, I wouldn't, yeah. I couldn't isolate it down to just LinkedIn. LinkedIn is, is a very, very big factor though. Okay. Uh, you know, there's, yeah, there's, you know, so many different um, ways that I get out there and, and market the the business and the services. Yeah. But LinkedIn, like I said, is like 70% of the conversions. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And the reason the reason I ask is, uh, um, you know, for us and a lot of pe- a lot of the people that we serve, they're able to get into a, a really, uh, a really high point in terms of business revenue from focusing and laser focusing on just one platform at the in the beginning. Right. And then because in the beginning, you know, if, if you're side hustling, if you're just starting out for most people, uh, they don't have a ton of time. And so uh, I always say, like, you know, trying to be everywhere too early on, you're putting out maybe not the best quality work on all these platforms and it might not be as effective. And so early on, what I what I believe is, you know, start with one platform, get really good at that one platform squeeze everything you can out of it. And then once you have that systemized, maybe have a team that's running it for you, then you can start to expand. And so, uh, and so I was, I was curious about, about, you know, if, if that was kind of the, uh, how, how it's played out for you. Uh, but no, that that's, that's really neat. That's really neat. So I do have, I know we talked about this a little bit before and, and by the way, amazing tips. So thank you so much for sharing. Um, I'm like, I selfishly want to ask so many more questions, but <laughs> I, I want to respect your time. Uh, so, so I, I know when we were chatting before we, we went live, uh, we were talking about your appearance on Oprah. Uh, so <laughs> I think that's so cool. And um, I think you should you should uh, show it off a little bit. And so can you tell us more about that? It was yeah, it was a really great experience. It was during my time working with Dr. Dean Ornish and he has a great relationship with Oprah. He's he's been on her show many times. So I was asked to come out um, and do a refrigerator review or kitchen review together with our chef. For this family that uh, uh, was, it was a woman, actually, she was uh, kind of underweight, 
and had high triglycerides, was a smoker, and had had a, a heart attack. And it was about identifying risk factors for diet for uh, women who uh, don't look like they have risk factors for heart disease. And so we went through and kind of took out a lot of the simple sugars that were in, in her in sort of low quality food that was in her kitchen. And so that's what I did. And then we were on, on the show. And I'll tell you, though, that there was the filming part of it that was the hardest I have ever worked, I feel like, in my entire life. It was, and I have, like, renewed respect for actors in, in film. It was so hard. We had to, two, we only had two cameras. So we had to, it, 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 they didn't have the third camera person. So we had to do everything twice from two different angles and memorize, like, the script of what I was going to ask the, the person and it was, I was exhausted wow. after, I mean, it was the whole thing ran probably a total of like five minutes on the sh actual show, that part of it. And we were there for hours and hours. I don't even know how many hours we were there for like six or seven hours of putting for this thing minutes. together. Well, I was, I was exhausted. <laughs> and I do a lot of high intensity work. I mean, and plus, plus having, you know, three kids, like I know what hard work is. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Crazy. So that was, that was, you know, it was really fun. You know, she's amazing. Um, I've had a lot of really great experiences from all, all chapters of, of my work as a dietitian. but I have to say, you know, that's a fun story and everyone likes to hear about that story, but I'll tell you what is so meaningful to me mm -hmm. is when I get feedback from my, my email subscribers from people that uh, DM me over on Instagram who uh, connect with me on LinkedIn is when they say that I gave them more, like they'll thank me for whatever newsletter uh, that got sent out or is something that I, some tip I had or some reel that I made on Instagram and say, oh my gosh, thank you so much for this. You really helped me feel more confident. I didn't know I could do this. And like that to me is gold like that that just means so much more to me so <laughs> i know oprah's exciting but but my but my my client base is even more exciting <laughs> for sure and i think that's how it should feel you know it's it's that that's so good to hear because we uh, myself and marissa we feel the exact same way like when we have awesome business when it's like oh awesome you know that's great but when our yeah. clients have wins we're like yeah, I'm running around the house. Like I'm so yes. happy for her. It's like, uh, I'm doing the work that I'm supposed to do. Yeah. It feels so good to be exactly. able to be of service. Exactly. And that's what it's all for. Right. And I think that's what, uh, uh, you know, all of us went into, into healthcare. I think most people did to be able to help people. And so the, the truth is that there are so many different ways to help people, right. In, in different areas of life. And, uh, I think for, for everyone listening, when you find that and you find that quote unquote calling and they won't come right away, right? You got to take that first step and, and you'll figure it out along the way. Uh, but uh, once, once you, once you figure what that is out for you, it's, it's a game changer. So uh, Stacey, what, um, I guess, what are your plans? Like, what does the future look like for you? I'd like to get more involved in dietitian salaries and compensation. I uh, have a few ideas of how that can look, but that, that to me is really important. Um, you know, getting, getting the, your resume looking really modern and value-based and your LinkedIn profile out there, uh, looking, you know, optimized for, for mm -hmm. harvesting business. Uh, but then if the jobs that they're applying to, it, let's assume it's client, you know, like clinical work where there is a cap or there, there are like ranges for, for the, the salary, 
like mm-hmm. being, because, you know, there's a big chunk of people that are working in clinical, like over, what is it? 60% are yeah. working in clinical. And so how, how can we increase the compensation for those types of jobs? How, you know, you could, you can look spiffy and modern, but if, if the position's only paying $30 an hour, then, you know, it's, it's time to look outside of that. So I think, you know, just, just how can we increase the compensation for, for dietitian services and, and healthcare professional services? That's incredible. So that's the next, the next big challenge that you're going to take on. Well, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I love yeah, it. This, well, that, yeah. Now, now it's out there, you know, to the whole world. So now, now you got to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so cool. I love that. I love that. And and um, I guess, I guess, as as we start to wrap up, I know you, you already gave so much great advice. Uh, you know, with with the stories and, and everything that you've shared with us today, LinkedIn, et cetera. Um, but to wrap it up, if if you had any other pieces of advice or words of wisdom uh, for healthcare professionals, dietitians, nutrition professionals uh, who are looking to uh, start and grow their business, what would you what would you say that is? Oh gosh, you know, it's there's you know so many different ways you can answer this, but I, I'm gonna go back to sort of a thread that we were mentioning before about how to show up on LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, and we we're talking about you know looking at different social media, and and I and I I totally agree with you that you should really focus on one platform and do that one really well before you expand out. But I also want to put a pitch in there for just using a scheduler. I I like to use later. So you can go all out with your one platform. Let's say it's Instagram. And that's where you're going to spend a lot of time in your DMs working with people. You're going to really put out a consistent quality content. You can do that same thing in later and just adding your LinkedIn. uh, uh, So I put it into my company page and then I'll, um, and so the same content can go out to reach a different audience, even while, you know, your head's turned towards Instagram, but over on the left-hand side, you can still be culturing and cultivating the work on, on LinkedIn. Um, And then just, you know, make a reminder to, to go in there, you know, once a day for, you know, 10 minutes and just address any comments or uh, replies or whatever you need to do that, that there's room that you can do that, even though you're, your, your, you know, your vision, you're, you're driving down the road towards, let's say Instagram, you can still do that. So I, I would say, um, the other thing is, is, you know, watch what other people are doing and try to understand what, what needs are not being met. Um, and again, how you can show up in your own unique way. So mm-hmm. it, that's a, it's a conversation you can have on a daily basis, weekly basis. Like what, what am I not seeing? Not, not so that you get into my trap is, is like, Ooh, shiny, <laughs> shiny, 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 shiny. Objects. Oh, I'm so bad with that. <laughs> but like, what, what am I missing? What, what can I do to further serve my audience? So mm-hmm. that, that would be sort of it in a nutshell. I mean, there's, you know, people spend yeah. entire podcasts just on that topic. Oh, but. Yeah. oh yeah. We can go. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I love that advice. You're a hundred percent right in that, you know, you can have your primary platforms and your maintenance platforms where you're just cross posting, but it's not taking a lot of your mental energy and, and the tip of like, Hey, it doesn't have to be a half day here and a half day here, but just 10 minutes to engage and, and make sure the people that are engaging with you are, are being spoken to is, is a great idea. So I think that's, that's awesome. Uh, cool. And so, um, Stacey, do you mind sharing, uh, where our audience can find out more about you and your work? Obviously you're on LinkedIn, but what are some of the different places that they could find you? 
Well, since I've been around for so long, my business, uh, uh, you know, 20 plus years, it's, it's everywhere. So it's nutrition jobs, <laughs> all one word. It's on Instagram. Please follow me there. It is over on YouTube. Um, please subscribe to me over there. It <laughs> is, um, I mean, you name it. Like, yeah, definitely connect with me on LinkedIn. You can connect with me as a person. Uh, you could just say that you, you uh, listen to our our um, episode here, uh, and I would love to connect with you. Uh, and then, of course, my job board, the job board, nutritionjobs.com. There's some great articles, lots of great tutorials on there. There's there's jobs, and it's always great to have your resume profile. You can just put like your name and like where you're at. You don't have to put a whole big thing in there, but so that if there's an opportunity that recruiters can find you as well. So nutritionjobs.com. Beautiful. Awesome. Well, Stacey, thank you so much for your time. This was so much fun. Uh, really, really enjoyed having you on the show. And we might have to uh, bring you back sometime because I have more I questions. Know. <laughs> I know. I would love it. Yeah, this is really fun. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. All right, everyone. Well, uh, thank you so much for listening to the Practice Revolution show, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. I know your time is super valuable and I know that you're here to learn how to grow a successful practice. So I have something special just for you. If you're a health expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, you're going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, we want you to win. So we've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of The Practice Revolution. These resources are worth $7,000, so stick with me here. If you're tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you're ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you're going to want to send us a private message on Instagram at The Practice Revolution. And simply let us know that you listen to our podcast and we'll personally hand over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is available only for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a practice that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, go ahead, send us a private message on Instagram at the practice revolution right now so you can win big in your practice and in your life. See you soon.